This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. A quick programming note before we get started. There will be no daybreak or drive time Monday in honor of the Labor Day holiday. Good afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. Despite the lower Mississippi River being clogged by damaged barges and fallen structures, Louisiana Ag Commissioner Mike Strain expects the main artery for U.S. ag exports to be partially open for traffic in five days or less. Some grain elevators and terminals are still operational in the wake of Hurricane Ida, but many are not. Strain tells AgriPulse getting them running is a top priority. Quote, We're all very aware that we have to get these export facilities up and open in order to receive the corn, get it moving, so we can get the soybeans in the bins, end quote. Louisiana Farm Bureau spokesperson Avery Davidson says the Cargill elevator and terminal in Reserve Louisiana took major damage from Ida. Agricultural shippers that depend on the Mississippi River have been impacted, but Louisiana farmers who had started harvesting soybeans are seeing effects too. Read more of Bill Thompson's story at agripulse.com. A former Senate Democrat who helped write the Renewable Fuels Standard says the Environmental Protection Agency is making the wrong move if it lowers renewable volume obligations for 2021. Former North Dakota Senator Byron Dorgan says growing biofuel volumes year after year is critical. There's no question that we went through a period with the Trump administration where the actions they took on small refinery exemptions and other things really injured the renewable fuels industry and biofuels. Uh, I had hoped, and I still do expect, the Biden administration to be much, much better and and supportive. But this first recommendation from the EPA is wrong. It's just uh, wrong-headed. And my hope is that uh, they will change this. The agency sent proposals for 2021 and 2022 to the White House Office of Management and Budget for review last week. As the administration looks to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, Dorgan says using biofuels can be an immediate solution. They're all in on electric vehicles, and that's fine. I I support electric vehicles. But it's also the case that uh, biofuels, biodiesel as an example, can reduce carbon emissions by up to 80%. So I would hope they'd keep their eye on the ball here and decide this isn't about trying to help refiners uh, ignore their responsibility under the RFS. Instead, it's about helping grow and helping expand the renewable fuels industry and biofuels. EPA has until November 30th to finalize renewable volume obligations. The Agricultural Business Council of Kansas City and AgriPulse Communications are hosting the Ag Outlook Forum. It's coming up September 20th at the Kansas City Marriott downtown. The event will bring you up to speed on the ag economy, farmland values, export projections, and more. Attend in person or virtually. You can register at agripulse.com. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Without stepped-up basis, farmers and ranchers worry capital gains taxes would force future generations to give up the farm. Learn more at fb.org. An ag financial services provider is urging Congress to develop a standard of what carbon is, how it can be applied, measured, and traded. Rabo Agrofinance Sustainability Officer Christian Barkan says just flying over a field to check if cover crops are growing doesn't count. That's good for assessing whether certain practices are in place, but I think the science or this type of technologies are not there right now to basically say, oh, based on what I'm seeing, there is this much carbon. I think that still needs to be measured 
but we need we need standards for that for that measurements. So that's one thing that could help a lot. Barkan says the government also needs to facilitate a data exchange mechanism, but he says a carbon bank at the government level could create problems. I would not start paying clients or, or farmers for just blanket, you know, no cover crops and, and crop rotations and 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 uh, no-till because I think. You can apply those practices, and if you don't do it systematically and with the right calculation in mind, you can actually do more damage than good if you don't know what you're doing. So it's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Earlier this week, Rabo AgriFinance announced the completion of the first phase of its carbon sequestration and soil health pilot program with five farmers across Iowa, Arkansas, and North Carolina. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully, and have a safe and fun holiday weekend.